I'm Chip Freud, and this is the Artist Spotlight, conversations with contemporary artists based on five simple questions that explore the artist's journey, creativity, and sources of inspiration. Welcome to this episode of the Artist Spotlight podcast. Today, I'm joined by Ginny Parrish. Ginny is a polymer clay artist who uses the Millefiori technique to layer clay, creating stunning patterns that power her designs. Ginny, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great that you could be here. As we uh, do with each of our uh, episodes, we start off by asking the artist to tell us a little bit about what you're currently working on. Is there a project maybe you just finished or something you're in the middle of? Well, right now I'm pretty much concentrating on trying to get um, a little bit of a show together for the Cary Gallery, Cary Gallery of Artists, where I'm going to be the featured artist for the month of, month of March. And so I'm just trying to build up some inventory and have a nice showing for the my featured artist display. Well, excellent. And congratulations on that. The, um, the first of our questions goes to what is the earliest memory you have of making art of any kind? Well, I'm sure I did lots of arts and crafty things when I was a kid, uh, but the earliest real art I think about is when I was in about fifth grade, I was in a private art lesson with another group of kids, um, maybe five or six of us in the little class. And we went to this woman's house and I remember sitting around a round table and we were doing a still life of some fruit with pastels. And that is like a, a early memory I have of art. And then I, from there, I always enjoyed art. So I dabbled in it here and there and what, whenever I got the chance, but when I got into school and could choose to take art classes, I always took art in middle school and in high school. Um, in high school, I actually uh, won a first prize in a, a show that I did where I entered a painting of tomatoes mm. My painting was called Potential Ketchup. <laughs> and I got first prize and I was just blown away by that. Uh, do you still have it by any chance? I do. I do. It's on my wall. <laughs> Excellent. I, I love to hear when they, those early successes have stayed with the artist because I think they're, they're important to ground us um, from you know, when it really began to take off. That's excellent. So you're a polymer clay artist and you're the first polymer clay artist I've gotten to know. Uh, I'm curious what brought you to that medium and what keeps you in that medium? Well, let's see. My first experience with polymer clay was when I took a um, art class through the town of Cary. And it was kind of just an introductory polymer clay art class so we learned all these basic things about polymer clay and I had um I had dabbled with different mediums and I majored in art in college and so I was experienced with lots of different art mediums but then when I got into the polymer clay it just really captured my attention and I 
I, the, the same time I was taking this little art class, my mother got me a book on polymer clay. And between the book and the art class, I just got enthralled with it and sort of haven't stopped. <laughs> and, and were you using the Millefiori technique from the beginning or was that something that came later? Well, yeah, I did. From the very beginning, I learned how to make the canes using the Millefiori technique. And that was actually probably the thing that interested me most. And I've continued to do that and get more complicated and more involved in the different designs that I make. Um, and it's been what, 30, almost 30 years I've been doing it now. Because mm. uh, the designs that you get are just so stunning. You, you, you've got the bright colors and the complex patterns, but they then work together to create an even bigger pattern and, and texture of the, the object that you've, uh, you've modeled. What inspires your art? Where does it come from? Well, I would say um, the main inspiration would maybe be flowers, which I guess would make sense since mm -hmm. Melifiori means thousand flowers and it sort of developed from the glass making technique that looks like lots of flowers and the Melifiori technique in polymer clay really lends itself to these intricate patterns that look like flowers because their their radial patterns are one of the you know one of the techniques you can do with the polymer clay and I do a lot of them so flowers probably <laughs> hmm. I've seen you um you know apply the polymer clay to a variety of of existing objects. Uh, I know that the your, your ice cream scoops were some of the popular items at the gallery for a long time. Um, what's some of the most interesting objects you've uh, applied the polymer clay to? Well, I use a lot of a lot of glass vases and I cover those and I cover little uh, ceramic teapots and um, like you said, the handles of the uh, ice cream scoop and the handles of the the um, coffee scoops and other little utensils are interesting. I I did one time. I did. I covered a a shoe. I covered. Mm. It was a lady's pump. Polymer clay covered this entire shoe with the polymer clay and. <laughs> That one was probably the most interesting thing I've done. And that was purely an art object or could it have been worn? Purely art, <laughs> purely, yeah. I, I would guess that the clay would probably crack or break if you tried to actually slip a foot in and walk in it. Right, right, yeah. That probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give an artist just starting out, regardless of age, but they're just getting into their their artist career? What advice would you pass along? Well, I would probably say that one of the things that I wish I had done was take more business classes in school and learn more about the business and the technical 
things that can help you if you do end up starting a, an art business because I, the art part of the business is fun and I comes easily to me, but the business part and the technical part is, is pretty difficult for me. And you, you pretty much need that kind of stuff regardless of what kind of art business you're having. Mm. Anything in particular that you'd point folks toward? Um, not, not sure. Just, <laughs> just learning how to, I'd say maybe, you know, learning about retail sales, if assuming that someone in art wants to sell their work. Mm. I think that's important. Um, and like you say, the, the art, it comes easy for, for artists, but maybe not how to sell and market it. Yeah. Marketing. Definitely. That would have been a good, good, um, area to learn more about. <laughs> All right. And last, we wrap up each one of our, our shows with, um, some artist recommendations. So what artist, or if you can't nail it, narrow it down to just one, but artists, would you recommend people go check out? Well, there are some amazing polymer clay artists and I've been lucky enough to take classes from some of the very well-known polymer clay artists. Um, there's a, there's a one woman who does the most incredible, um, canes in polymer clay. They're not floral looking or kaleidoscope looking, but they look like an actual painting most of them are of animals or birds. Uh, her name is Jane Dwyer, J-A-Y-N-E, Dwyer. And I believe her uh, art business is Paper Moon Jewelry. Mm. Um, but she's just, she's amazing. She, I'm amazed at the way she can make a, a polymer clay cane looks so much like an actual bird or whatever she does she does do some flowers but not like a floral radial flower pattern but she's amazing and then there's another polymer clay artist that comes to mind who does very elaborate intricate cane work which he then covers sculptural pieces with most of his sculptural pieces are of animals like uh frogs lizards well he's done all kinds of different ones um but he his name is john anderson and if anyone gets a chance to look on youtube um uh he's under like i think it's femo creations john anderson and it's j-o-n anderson but his work is amazing. And on YouTube, he shows, um, he shows how, how he makes his polymer clay canes mm. and then, you know, cuts them and recombines them and reduces them down. And then he, he covers his sculptural animal pieces, which are just amazing. Well, thank you for those recommendations. We'll definitely have to go check them out. Um, so as we, we, wrap up here uh if folks want to see uh jenny's art you can certainly check it out on her website uh bluefrogclay.com 
Uh, and as she alluded to at the top of the show, the Cary Gallery of Artists in beautiful downtown Cary. Uh, Jenny, is there any other place uh, folks can go check out your art? I sell at the North Carolina Crafts Gallery in Carborough. And that's a nice little gallery with uh, all North Carolina crafts. And I've been selling there for a while. Um, I recommend that one. And then I've also sold, um, I've, I've got a few things in um, the Preston Flowers and Gifts. Um, mm -hmm. The woman there, I've done some dealing with her and get, gotten her some of my some of my items to sell in her shop. And then, of course, the Cary Gallery of Artists. That's probably where I have the majority of my work. All right. As well as as well as I do a lot of retail craft shows. Indeed, indeed. And we've crossed paths to a couple ourselves. That's right. Well, thank you again for being on the show. This has been a delight. Um, and uh, with that, I will sign off and thank all of our uh, listeners for tuning in. And you can gather again next time where we spotlight another artist. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Artist Spotlight with Chip Freund. Find accompanying blog posts at chipfreundphoto.com slash blog, and you may subscribe to our show on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like listening.